We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, December 27th. It is 2023. We have a six-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined again for the... I don't know if on the Morning Grind if we've had like two of the same sport podcasts in the same day. Um, but yeah, joined again by Tasteful Tides, Timothy Buell. Tim, what's happening, my friend? doesn't that feel like like you know like three days ago stevie it's like we deja vu <laughs> i know it's very weird doesn't feel like that was this morning literally that we were on a show together so yeah um yeah definitely a crazy night uh of hoops on tuesday and uh this is uh this is actually a pretty good six game slate we have to break down here yeah, a couple back-to-backs. Um, we'll talk about those as we're going. I just uh, Andre Drummond is like a point and a rebound away from a twenty twenty-five <laughs> game. Um, I hope everyone listened. I, I know he was massive chalk, but we did say like if Vooch gets ruled out, don't overthink the Andre Drummond spot. I know he has a few steals and like gonna be the best point per dollar play on the slate. Not even clue uh, close. So, but yeah, hopefully he didn't overthink that spot because he's smashing. Um, I took his point rebound prop and it hit like I think in the second or third quarter. Um, it wasn't wasn't even that close. So, uh, Tim, we got like you said a six game slate. We have a little bit of injury news that we'll be watching and paying attention to here. We get started with Toronto at Washington. Washington second end of a back to back in this one. So, no injury report for them. This game has a two thirty eight total. Toronto's a seven point favorite. On the Toronto side, I mean, injury-wise for Toronto, they're really close to being healthy, fully healthy. Garrett Temple is doubtful. Um, it's not like he's a guy that goes out and plays a ton of minutes, so not not that it matters. I uh, forgot for, he was even on that team. I know, I know. <laughs> so sorry, I didn't. Sorry about that. I didn't didn't mean to yeah, interrupt. No, <laughs> I mean you're good. Um, let's start with the Toronto side of this game. Obviously, this is a fantastic spot for Toronto going into Washington. Pace wise, defense wise, we love to target this team. Really like Scotty Barnes at 8,700. Um, I don't mind Siakam at 8K. 
that's I mean, that's where my main focus is on Toronto most slates. But I think we have to have a little exposure to Dennis Schroeder on this slate as well. Um, just with this matchup against Washington, Washington being on the second end of a back to back. So they might even be worse defensively in this game. Uh, what do you like here for Toronto? I mean, I, I see I see really like five to six guys that are completely playable on the Toronto side. I think the, uh, this Toronto team is way too cheap for this matchup. Uh, this this is like the best spot you can really attack, the best team that you can really attack, and they are on the second night of a back-to-back. So I'm not going to be shy and getting to get a lot of exposure against them. Scotty Barnes is far too cheap at 8700 Siakam is probably technically a little too cheap, but I think he's got a massive ceiling in this matchup. So 8K for Siakam, I think, is a fantastic play. Uh, you're right, Stevie. I think we definitely have to get exposure to Dennis Schroeder at 62. I think OG in a matchup like this at 59, he could absolutely crush. And I even think Jakob Pertle at 5,600, um, even though he doesn't necessarily get, I don't know, a, a ton of run, he could easily pay off that 5,600 price tag in, I don't know, 26, 27 minutes. So really, I mean, it's a starting five. I think Gary Trent Jr. would be interesting also in like large field at 4,900, just because this is a spot where they could really just all, you know, hit their ceilings. So um, I think there's really six viable pieces. I mean, I think Toronto is definitely one of the top targeted teams on this slate. I know it's one of the first games that we're going to talk about, but um, I, I like a lot about this matchup for Toronto. And um, I'm definitely going to be looking I might at even I might even put in a rule, like say, like if you're making like 20 teams, like you have min one Toronto, you know, like yeah. because the spot is just so good. Yeah, I mean, Barnes, Siakam, Schroeder, OG, would be my four main targets here uh, for Toronto in the spot. And on the Washington side, I mean, I, I said it on the podcast for Tuesday. If you're listening live, it, it would have been today. But, I mean, it's the same point that I'm going to hammer home as far as Washington is concerned right now. Like, we saw Jordan Poole score 30 actual points and score 44 fantasy points. Now, 44 fantasy points at 7,600 is not going to kill you. Um, it's just tough to play him right now. Gafford is someone I like to play. And he had a, he had a good rebounding night against my magic. Um, and he had a few blocks as well. So, uh, what are your thoughts here with Washington? Uh, honestly don't have a whole lot of interest. I think their price a little bit too high for this matchup. Uh, they're going to be on the second night of back-to-backs. I mean, some people could rest, so that might open up something, but right now, I have zero interest. I think Kuzma's too expensive. I think Poole's too expensive. Uh, Jones and Afia are definitely too expensive. And it's really none of the bench pieces interest me at all. Um, as of right now, with no news, uh, they're a cross-off for me. Yeah, unless some people like get ruled out of this game, I just don't have a ton of interest in Washington. And I don't even know who would necessarily sit on the second end of a back-to-back for them. Um, that would make a huge difference for me. I mean, Jordan Poole were to sit. I think that would make a huge difference. But I expect everyone yeah. to play. And yeah. I just honestly I don't see a lot here. 
Uh, Philly at Orlando, 225.5 total in this game. Orlando is a two-and-a-half point favorite. The Magic on the second end of a back-to-back year on the Philly side. Batum is out. Embiid is out. So we don't have to wait on Embiid. Um, let's talk Philadelphia. Like, we saw... We saw the resurgence of Mo Bamba the other night on um, the Christmas slate against Miami. He played 26 minutes. Uh, Paul Reed got into foul trouble, and he had like four fouls in the first half. Mo Bamba ended up starting in the second half. He brought a lot of energy. I wouldn't be shocked if Mo Bamba starts this game. Um, mm. Just, I, I mean, Paul Reed just, I mean, he just didn't have it the other night against Miami. So, I think it'd be really interesting because if Mo Bamba starts, I have interest at 4K. Going up against his former team in Orlando, second end of a back-to-back. If they're going to give Mo Bamba like 25 minutes in this game starting, um, I think it's really interesting. I just I, I, I don't think Paul Reed has a ton of upside. I talked about it on the Christmas Day podcast. Um, he's not my favorite play. What do you like here for Philadelphia? So who really sticks out to me for Philly is uh, DeAnthony Melton. At 5,800, that is way too cheap. Uh, I know that we have Maxi also, and we've got Tobias also, but like Melton at 5,800 um, is is way too cheap. Point guard, shooting guard. Um, I mean, he's basically running like essentially like the backup point guard role. So like he's playing shooting the one and the two. So um, I think he's an absolutely fantastic play. Maxi busted at, at super high ownership on Christmas. Um, I'm sure the field is going to be smart enough to know that they, that they can go right back to him uh, in this spot. He's got a huge um, usage increase with him beat off the court. So he's a great play at 8,800. Um, even in this tough defensive matchup, I'm definitely going to go back to Maxi. But Melton is my favorite play points per dollar. Uh, Ubre is back in, in our lives too at 5,700. He's a fantastic play. I don't really know what to do with this center situation. I do agree with you. I like uh, Bomba better, and I hope that they do start him. That will make it, the decision easier, but uh, it'll also make him chalkier. So maybe if they start read again, a way to get different is to play Bomba and, and don't fall into the trap of playing read. Um, that could. I don't know. I mean, that's just one way of maybe getting different tournaments. Yeah, I mean, so I watched a lot of the Philly game the other night. Um, just, yeah, it was Christmas Day, and, you know, what else are you going to do um, when your kids are sleeping? So, right. I mean, like, for me, on the Philly side of things, I love the Melton call. Um, he's someone, look at his assist prop when it comes out, because um, his assist prop the other day was like three and a half at plus money. Is yeah, assist rate I, bet, goes I bet I bet that too. Yeah, his assist rate goes way up. His points rate, uh, just everything kind of goes up for Melton with Embiid off the floor, and we already know Embiid's out. So, um, really like Melton. Tobias Harris is too cheap. He's probably three thousand dollars too cheap with Embiid off the floor, and I know that's exaggerating a little bit, but I think I think Tobias should be like a nine K player when Embiid's off the floor. Um, his usage is insane. He's just he's playing a ton of minutes. So, really like Tobias. Yeah. And I just Maxi, I'm going to hammer home what you kind of said. Like he played 44 of 48 minutes against Miami the other night. Like he just had his worst shooting night of the year. Like he shot 20% from the field and made one of eight threes. And I don't know how much I love Ubre. Like Ubre kept Philadelphia in that Miami game. He had some big shots. He was just in rhythm and hitting some threes. So, 
if Ubre is chalky, I'll probably pass. Um, I, I think he's that gonna, I think he's going to be popular. I think that whole range of Harris, uh, Melton, and Ubre, uh, and then Reed Bamba are going to be extremely popular. Yeah, did Desmond Bain just get there? Oh, I love that guy. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he hit a three there, and um, he needed. He was at twenty three points forever. Um, if anybody else is sweating the Desmond Bain point prop, but the dude had seventeen points at half and didn't do anything in the second half. But um, just one last time on the Philly side, I know this is a tough matchup um, when it comes to Orlando's defense, but they're on the second end of a back to back. So I think that I'm okay a little bit more here with Embiid being off the floor. Really love the spot for Tobias. Um, and I, I, I hope Maxi um, is just overlooked because he busted it for everybody on Christmas Day. He did. He was the Grinch. Um, so there you go. Orlando side, I think I'd be, I'd be a little shocked if Wendell Carter Jr. Um, plays in this game. They've been kind of easing yeah. him back condition-wise. I know they only gave him, I think, like 20 minutes, 21 minutes against Washington. Um, dude, Franz Wagner, we talked about on the podcast this morning. The guy is just, he's doing everything. Um, and, like, he, this is a not, like, the greatest matchup for him. But, man, I just, that guy is so good. Banchero had a good game. Um, Anthony Black had a really good game. Um, I almost that... I almost played him, and I was oh, like, no. did you? I was like, don't be stupid, don't play him. I almost played him. Oh <laughs> man, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been stupid. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you, if you oh, could go back man. on all those decisions throughout your like DFS career, um, you'd be a millionaire. But um, what are your thoughts here on the Magic? Yeah, definitely that Wendell Carter news is going to be interesting because if he doesn't suit up, uh, I would assume that uh, Mo Wagner would be a fantastic play. Right, Stevie? Fifty one hundred. So like, he he, they... he would crush he would crush like Bamba and or Reed. So the thing with Mo Wagner and Goga is they just kind of play the hot hand. So whoever's okay. like playing better. Um... So you maybe hey, there's in, no lean, in, lean right. Yeah, no rhyme or reason to either one of those guys. I would personally play Mo Wagner over Goga because he has more upside. Yeah, that's what I was thinking also. But I know that you really follow the magic, you know, very closely. So I wanted to ask you. I would, I would, I would lean to Wagner if uh, Carter's out, and then and then Franz Wagner would be the other guy. Everybody else, assuming Suggs is in. Um, I don't really have a lot of interest in Bonchero in, in this matchup or the slate. Um, so it would really just be, I guess, whoever's starting at center, unless it's Wendell Carter. Um, and then the only other guy would be Franz Wagner. Um, I, that's really it for me on the Orlando side of things. Moving on, we got Milwaukee at Brooklyn, 240.5 total here. Milwaukee, three-point favorite. Brooklyn, second end of back-to-back. Uh, -back. On the Milwaukee side, Giannis is questionable. Injury management questionable. So, like, might actually legitly be questionable for this game. Yeah, I think he, I think he is legit questionable. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like this might be a spot they sit him down. And, you know, he didn't have, like, I mean, he had a good game the other night on Christmas Day against the Knicks. But, like, 
yeah, we'll see. Um, he makes a huge difference if he's in or out here. If he's in, I don't necessarily have a ton of interest in Milwaukee. Maybe a little bit of Bobby Portis. I'd love playing Bobby Portis at like mid fives um, at low ownership because he just smashes um, randomly. But yeah, I mean, if if Giannis sits, Lillard becomes one of the top plays on the slate. Um, I, it would be a bump to Middleton. It'd be a bump to Portis and Brooke Lopez. Like Malik Beasley would get a bump at 4,900. So like Giannis in or out matters so much in this game. Yeah, it matters for the whole slate too. It changes the whole whole dynamic of, of the slate. Um, but yeah, Lillard would probably be the the top play on the entire slate, other than maybe Luca. But uh, yeah, you'd have to get to Lillard a ton of him if Giannis sits. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, I mean, really, I'm Milwaukee. If Giannis plays, it's potentially taking shots on Giannis. Or, like I said, I, I like Portis. You know, you use him at that forward position, and he has a good game randomly. So I like him for large field tournament stuff. Yeah. On the Brooklyn side, they're on the second end of a back-to-back here. I don't expect anyone to sit. Maybe, like, a Royce O'Neal gets a day off or something. But, like, I don't expect anyone to sit here for Brooklyn. Um they had so like they played well they played christmas or like two days before christmas right on the 23rd and then they played tonight so like they had a couple of extra days off um going into this back-to-back so i expect everyone to play what do you like here for the nets not really my favorite team today uh, not really that much that i like um I guess uh, Bridges would be okay at 7,400. Cam Johnson at 5,900. I think it has a decent floor. Uh, Claxton at 6,800, but he's really been splitting with Sharp. So, like, I don't even know if I want to get in- involved with that situation. So, maybe, I guess, Bridges, but nothing I really love uh, in this spot, despite the high total. It's a very high total, uh, but I don't really see anybody that I want. Yeah, I mean, we love the Milwaukee matchup, right? Like, this is just right. a spot where it, this is a team to attack this year. Um, I could see playing one of Thomas Bridges or Dinwiddie in this spot. I, like, I, I guess actually, I guess actually, sorry, Steve. I guess actually, Dinwiddie would be the play because that's who uh, Dame would guard. Is it'd be him Dinwiddie. or Cam Thomas? Yeah. So yeah. Um. I mean, one of these one of these three guys I could see playing them. Like Cam Thomas had a monster game earlier this year um, against Milwaukee. Bridges went off in that game as well. Um, 
I think Dinwiddie had a really bad game. Like Cam Thomas, if I remember correctly, someone can quote me if I'm wrong, but he scored like 40 plus actual points against Milwaukee earlier this year. Um, so I think one of those three guys, maybe two of them, like if, if Giannis sits, right? If Giannis sits in this game and we expect this game to be uber competitive, a lot of value on the Milwaukee side, I could see playing like two Brooklyn players just to kind of game stack this up. Um, it's a huge yep. total. You're not comfortable with it because like Brooklyn gets production from so many different places and like the rotations are really tough to figure out. But if Giannis sits, I have a ton of interest in this game just overall. If Giannis plays, I don't mind looking at like a, a Dinwiddie, a Thomas, or a Bridges still, but it's not as much of a game stack for me as it as it would be if he sits. Yeah. All right, New York. Knicks at OKC taking on the Thunder, uh, two thirty-eight and a half total here. Thunder a two, two and a half point favorite. Thunder on the second end of a back-to-back. Uh, Mitch Rob remains out, and Sims is out for the Knicks. Let's start here with the Knicks. What do you like here for New York? Yeah, I mean, I know it's going to be the second night of back-to-back for OKC, but I mean, they're still a top ten defensive team. Uh, so this this game is not very appealing to me from the Knicks side, at least. Um, I do think that RJ Barrett is too cheap. Uh, I think Jalen Brunson certainly has upside. Uh, Randall does too. They're they're kind of priced correctly um, for the tough matchup. So you do get a bargain by playing them, but I just don't think it's a very good spot. So I I don't know. Like they they continue to play Hartenstein. Uh, good minutes he's at 5700 but he's center only so i don't know if i, I want to take up that spot with him um so i'm not really sure if i really like the knicks uh so much in, in this matchup i don't mind hartenstein like if, if you just think about like the rotations for the knicks in general like sims is out mitch rob is out i mean like now we're getting into like Taj Gibson playing more than like 15 I minutes. I don't, I, I just saw, don't see that, that being a, I just don't see that being a thing. So like, I think Hartstein is like safe for like 30 to 35 minutes, but, but it's Thibodeau though. I think it is going to be a thing. Yeah. I, I just don't see Hartstein playing more or like his ceiling is, is probably capped at like 40, 45. And like what you're saying at center eligible, probably not enough um and like we're potentially getting value in the philly game like if mo bamba starts so like i'm probably with you on not playing him i just i don't think he's a bad option necessarily um jalen brunson just a guy that i love to play no one likes to play jalen brunson i'll keep playing him um love this spot for him really tough matchup so i think his ownership would be really low um and then i don't hate rj barrett when he's shooting well he has some upside he's 5800 but He'd be a large field tournament play only. I like Brunson. That's really it for me on the Knicks. Um, and then on the Thunder side of things, they're going second end of a back-to-back. Um, I know, was it Jalen Williams? Somebody got hurt um, in this game on Wednesday night. I think it was... Oh, it was Jalen Smith for the Pacers. Uh, that's what was throwing yeah. me off. Um, so, yeah. knew it was a Jalen um talk to me here what are your thoughts here on the thunder yeah so the knicks are have been so bad defensively without mitch rob i mean they're like they're like second or third worst in the league in the last in their last 10 games 
I mean, this is a completely different uh, defensive team. So I love getting to SGA or Chet or or even guys like Jalen Williams. Like those three guys are firmly in play. Um, this 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 is not the same Knicks team that we're used to seeing. So I absolutely love them in in all formats. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind taking some shots here on the Thunder. But Dean wants to know why you're ignoring him in Slack. Tell him because he picked a bad squad pick. Um, he he, mu- he mushed the entire community like in a big yeah. big time way. I mean that's why he's ignoring you, Dean. Um, but yeah, for me on the Thunder, like I mean they're they're playing such good basketball just in general. Like it, it's tough. I mean SGA has ceiling. It seems like every single slate. Um, we did see like finally like Lou Dort kind of get it going a little bit um but like Giddy ended up like playing 25 minutes uh in that game so I, I just don't trust Dort on a night the night basis but if he's gonna get 30 minutes at 50 what is he 51 or 50 he's up to 5500 now so yeah I, I think it's SGA I like if you're I, gonna I run, do too. yeah if you're gonna run some thunder I think it's SGA um that's really it for me I really want to. I really want to bet the Thunder. Yeah, I mean they're playing. Gosh, they they crush Minnesota. Um, what a what are they minus two and a, they're like two and a half right now. I'd love to get two if I could get two. They're minus two and a half. They opened at minus two. It's been bet to two and a half. Yeah. All right, we got Phoenix and Houston two twenty four and a half total in this game. Phoenix is a one point favorite. Um, we do know that Houston's on the second end of a back to back. It seems to be the case for this slate. Bradley Beal, Damian Lee, both out. Nurkic expected back in this game for Phoenix. Let's start with Phoenix. Um, I, I mean, first of all, like one thing that I got absolutely wrong on Christmas Day was Matu. He smashed. Mm-hmm. He played with so much energy. Like Phoenix was so out of that game, and then it became really close. And then yep. it became really good, and like, and then it kind of got away. But um, Matu did, was. Did just, he? Did he start that game? I don't remember. I can look it up on Court IQ, but I, I can't okay. remember off the top of my head. I, I know that, either. like, I know that he played phenomenal. Um, yeah, I think he started. He started the second half. He did not start the game. Uh, Eubanks started okay. the game again, and then Eubanks lost all his minutes because Matu was smashing. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts here on Phoenix? Um, Durant looks really, really cheap, but this matchup really stinks. Like this game is going to be slow, uh, defensive battle, but like 9,500 for Durant is, you could always play him at that price tag. So I really like Durant. Um, I don't want to chase Metu. I think a lot, a lot of people are going to chase him. So, um, I don't really want to chase him. Yeah. I mean, with Nurkic being back, um, I mean, it's really hard to chase Matu here. And like, we assume yeah. it was like a personal reason for Nurkic being out. So like, I assume he'll be good to go and play normal minutes. Um, so I, it's just hard for me to trust Matu because I mean, I, there's no reason for them not to start Nurkic, Gordon, Durant, Booker and Allen. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall, Allen had a huge third quarter the other night. That's why he had 40-something fantasy points. Um, yeah. This but, game's going to be so slow, though. You know? Eric like, Gordon back is... in Houston? Ah, okay. 
I'm going to pass, but he is yeah, back in Houston. Me too. <laughs> I'm but like Eric Gordon yeah. moving to the starting lineup has kind of hurt him a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. It's really bad for his usage. Yeah. You don't like Booker and Durant. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a ton of interest in Phoenix. I don't mind the Durant call. Um, but yeah, I mean, he broke his streak of 25 points in a, in a row the other night. On the Houston side, Sengun just smashed. Um, he mm. just had a monster game here on Tuesday. What are your thoughts here on Houston? I think you could go back to Sengun, uh, especially facing Nurkic. Uh, 8400 is way too cheap for his ceiling. Um, FBV 81 I think is good. Um, Easton at 58 is always interesting. Um, I don't really have much interest in uh, Smith um but or dylan brooks so it really just sangoon and fev and then easton for me yeah i think this is a good spot for van vliet uh matchup wise yeah you know yeah but he's 8100 it's tough pricing um man jabari smith just i i think in just principle i'm gonna bet his point rebound assist um or point rebound again on wednesday just because like he wasn't even close and <laughs> crush me but dylan brooks left the game um i would assume he misses this game you know he i think it was like something with a cider but he missed, he left the game early so i assume he sits easton has been like dealing with this leg injury i don't know if they end up um playing him or not on the second end of a back-to-back so just kind of watch this news like this could be a spot where easton sits brooks is out and we get into playing a little bit more Houston in this spot. So I agree with you, Derek. Jabari Smith, he stunk. Um, he was so bad. I played him tonight. He's oh been playing God. so good, too. He just had a bad I game. Know. I mean, that's yeah. that's basketball. Uh, any other final thoughts on Houston here? Nope. All right, we finish it out with Cleveland at Dallas, 230.5 total. Dallas is a four-point favorite. They opened as a seven-point favorite. They're four-point favorite now. Hey, finally, team's not on back-to-backs. On the Cleveland side, Garland's out. Lavert is questionable. Merrill is doubtful. Mitchell is questionable. Mobley's out. On the Dallas side, Luka is questionable. Quad soreness. And Kyrie is out. I don't know if that's why the line has moved so much, but I would assume Luka being questionable would definitely move a line. Uh, yeah, let's start here cool. with Cleveland. No Garland still, no Mobley, Lavert, and Mitchell, both questionable. <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, and Merrill, Merrill's doubtful. So lot to digest here on the Cleveland side. What are we looking at for the Cavs? I mean, I love Jared Allen at 7,300. He should be able to eat in this matchup against Dallas. So uh, 7,300 for him. Um, Craig Porter, I think, is now too expensive at 6,500. Um, if Mitchell plays, um, I don't think I have a lot of interest at 9,900 in his first game back. So it would really just be Allen for me and then possibly Struess. Yeah, what I is, mean. What, it, what is Levert's status? Is he doubtful or questionable? Okay. Mitchell and Levert are both questionable. I would have an interest in Levert also. Yeah, like uh, it's a knee or something, I think, for Levert, yeah, and like Mitchell was illness on the injury report. Yeah. So I think I think Mitchell was like really really sick, so um, I might not want to play him in his first game back. Yeah, I, I mean Cleveland played Chicago uh, a few days ago with these guys off the floor. Um, Jared Allen played thirty five minutes. Stress played forty. 
Porter played 39, Dean Wade played 36, and um, Okoro played 34. And then Nang played 21 minutes off the bench, but really they just played the starters um, right. as many minutes as they could handle. So if Mitchell and Levert sit, Strauss, Allen, Porter, I think even Wade's price and Okoro's price has come up enough that I, I really think like it's Allen, Strauss, and Porter um, if those guys are out. You- you think Porter's still playable at 65? Looking at his usage and shot attempts from the other night against Chicago, I think so. Yeah, all right. I mean, he he's so active on the boards and stuff, too. Like, True. That's twice in, like, three games he's had um, seven rebounds. Like, Mobley get, being and, out is and, huge. And, yeah, if he plays 40 minutes, I guess, then he's that's fine. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, these guys... Yeah. Yeah, their minutes are so secure in a close game. If the game's not close, I mean, probably not getting there anyway, but in a close game. Uh, Dallas side, Luka matters so much. Uh, 50 actual points on Christmas Day against Phoenix. If he were to sit here, um, Hardaway, Exum, Derek Jones Jr., Hardy, uh, all of these guys would be very playable. What are your thoughts here on Dallas? Yeah, I mean, I want to play Luca, but this is a pretty bad matchup. But he's so unstoppable. Like, how do you not play Luca? Uh, if he doesn't play, then ob- obviously, you know, Hardaway, Exum, Hardy, you know, all amazing plays. Derek Jones, five K. Um, that that'd be as low as I would go, though. Other than Hardy. Yeah, I mean, for me on Dallas, if Luca plays, I don't have a ton of interest. These guys are kind of priced up. Um, I would probably play a little bit of Luca, but that's about it. I mean, if Luca sits, then we're taking some shots. And Derek says, oh, yeah. sixty nine hundred. What the heck? Um, he's playing <laughs> well, only, more, only, forty only, minutes. Only, yeah, only if people sit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Struce is not in play if Mitchell or Levert play. They both have to right. be out for Struce to be playable here, right? At that price. Right. Yeah. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Hey, my guy went 7X yesterday on the podcast. Um, I, I'm just saying, Andre Drummond went went 7X. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he He's currently the highest scoring player on the slate. Um, he, he smashed. Who do you got under 5K to go 7X today? Um. I'm going to go uh, Dayron Sharp. Guy just absolutely crushes when he gets the minutes. Um, and, like, Claxton's playing good, too. So, it's like, how do you give Sharp extra run when Claxton's playing good? But uh, maybe maybe one of, like, maybe Claxton sits on the second end of a back-to-back. That would crush. Uh, I'm going to go Mo Bamba. I hope Philadelphia realizes that, like, Paul Reed's just not good. Mo Bamba played phenomenal the other night, and he's getting a matchup against his old former team in my magic so give me give me mo bamba over 8k to go under 5x who's your bust today um i'm gonna go booker yeah that's who i had written down i think he is the bust on this slate um if it's not booker i'm gonna go julius randall i don't necessarily love that i just brunson's been playing really well and his usage is really cutting into Randall. Uh, favorite 6X play today? Uh, oh, uh, 
DeAnthony Melton. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Um, I'm going to go to my boy, Scotty Barnes. Don't over overthink this Washington matchup for Toronto. Washington is terrible, and we're getting the second end of a back-to-back. So pick your poison on Barnes or Siakam. I'm a Barnes fan, but I think they're both phenomenal plays today. Yeah. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Uh, I think... Uh, I'm going to go with Jakob Pertl. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that one's, that one's definitely... He's going to be definitely super low owned. <laughs> and I think he could get 40 in this matchup. Chat is uh, chat saying that Drummond went 7x on his rebounds alone. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Oh, good times. All right. Um, my Let's Get Weird GPP play today is going to be Jalen Brunson. I already talked about this guy. He's just a guy, like his shot attempts are through the roof right now. He's playing really good basketball. Uh, I like Jalen Brunson. I don't necessarily love the matchup, but I like Jalen Brunson. So uh, there's not any bets out. Unless there's any like lines that are standing out to you, there's not a ton of bets out right now. Like I said, I'm, I think Melton would be I, I, somebody. Yeah, I'm betting the Thunder. All right, there you go. Uh, Thunder minus two and a half. So, yep. All right, that's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We're back tomorrow. We got NBA for Thursday's slate and week 17 um, NFL podcast tomorrow as well. So, appreciate everyone hanging out with us. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you again tomorrow.